I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Did you first play? I'll bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Good morning, Vietnam! You let me worry about that green beret. Napalm in the morning. Your first, last, and only podcast for the Vietnam War through film. Hey everybody, I'm Dr. Jones. Dr. Yeagle. And this is your first and best podcast for films from and about the Vietnam War, hosted by real-life historians of Southeast Asia. That is true. That is correct. Uh, Matt and I are here sharing the table, uh, sharing a few red stripes, and talking about the infamous uh, film on the Vietnam War, The Quiet American. Now, there's a couple of these, Matt, so uh, if for, for those playing the home game, what, uh, what film should they be watching? I would uh, put away the Betamax version of the 1958 <laughs> Quiet American that uh, you has passed down for generations in your family, and I would pop in the uh, Amazon Prime or whatever your favorite service is version of the 2002 Quiet American. Yeah, the the now the historian in you will want to you want to check out the uh, the earlier version uh, appears right after the novel, but uh, and we'll and we'll be referencing that one throughout the podcast. But uh, uh, we're here to talk about the uh, the the more recent one um, with Michael Caine and uh, Brendan Fraser. Right, uh, the one more true uh, to Green's vision and Green's original work. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as well. So um, let's uh, let's jump right in. And as historians, we're going to be we're going to give you a little uh, warp and waft, a little context of of the film and uh, the events surrounding uh, it as well. Um, we open with a, uh, a, a Miramax title card um, uh, onto the montage of explosions um, and boats on the Mekong. We've got, uh, uh, the, the, the beautiful Fong and, uh, scenes of opium, lots of sort of, uh, uh, classic Orientalist tropes kind of, right? The, uh, the exotic East. What, what, what was your, what is your, what is your, uh, memory of that opening scene, Matt? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I think you, you, you explained it well that it's the jarring, you know, flashing of different, snippets of scenes of some of its kind of foreshadowing of, of things that are to come. And then as we kind of get into where the movie actually begins, it's because some of its back backstory. So, um, yeah, that's right. And, and, uh, and you know, the, the, the movie tries to do the job that the, the, the novel has obviously a lot of time and it's, <laughs> it's not, it's not great to always compare like, well, I like the, I like the book better. The book is, is, is a classic. It's, uh, I think BBC has it as it's one of the most uh, 100 most influential novels, um, but uh, this film isn't bad. Like it's a, mm. it's it's one to it's one to check out. So we've got uh, you know boats on the Mekong, uh, the voice of Michael Caine, uh, a Fowler who is a, a London Times reporter. Uh, he's selling us on a mournful narrative of loss. Saigon, 1952, war. Opium, love—it's this, you know, this dangerous cocktail, right? Correct, correct. 
cut to dead floating body uh, in 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 the Mekong. Um, overhead and, overhead shot. Yeah, that's yes. right. That's right. And so we don't really know. We don't really know much about about this other than the uh, stark, crisp, starched white uh, suit of this. I've got more to say on the suit later. So <laughs> okay. let's of this of this uh, <laughs> white guy uh, floating in the floating face down in the water. Um, and then we're and then we're like the like the novel. We are um, sort of the point of view of the French detective who. Um, who is asking Michael Caine some questions. Now he'll, he'll play a character throughout the film, especially sort of uh, at the end when he'll come back as sort of the sort of right. omniscient narrator. Like he knows, um, right. He knows what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we can talk later. Like, is there, is there a, uh, is there a bit of sort of French, um, uh, you know, and uh, historians, Logan Ball, others talk about like the, Shocking about the 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 mistakes of the the French experience in Vietnam are are should be well known and are not repeated. But uh, um, yeah, there's some there's some interesting dances with uh, and that, uh, that's certainly one of the I think things that you take away from Green's um, novel is is that is that point the uh, um, the mistakes that the French made. In there, and it's also a warning of sorts to the United States um, that coming in and thinking it's going to be maybe easy to replace France or communism with a third force, maybe you know, what does that actually look like? So, yeah, and I think uh, I think I remember reading that uh, that Green was actually um, he was he was in a car. You know, I think coming from sort of, you know, Cao Dai area to back to Saigon and um, and with a with an American who was sort of going on and on about the third force, you know, and right. And and so yep. and so it's a it's a uh, this is a, we can we'll get into that. But that's a prominent um, theme of, you know, that it's, uh, you know, well, as Americans, we don't think that colonialism is the way. But we certainly can't countenance communism. Right, right, right. So we need a third force. Right. To to uh, we need to thread that needle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, 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 spoiler alert, <laughs> did not go well. But uh, that's a that's a whoa whoa <laughs> right right depends on who's I haven't <laughs> seen the movie. Oh, oh sorry sorry. Uh, but so we we uh, you know um, Michael Caine he's not really getting grilled but he's getting uh, you know asked by a savvy French detective, um, you know, who this person is, this dead man. Um, and, you know, he says, uh, you know, he's this uh, American, something with medical aid. Right. Um, right. There in, in, Viet- in Vietnam. Right. The detective is sort of beating around it. He's not, nothing's direct. Um, you know, there's no, this man is dead. What do you know about it? Question. It is. It is. It is more per, kind of peripherally, sort of dancing around the outside of it, right? And we get one of the classic quotes from the movie. You know, he's not like those bastards of the Continental. He's a quiet American. Right. He's he's a serious, a serious fellow. Right. He's a quiet American. Yeah. And so the the uh, uh, and that that will uh, under that quietness will of course belie uh, a very different character. Mm-hmm. In the in the form of pile, but um, when the detective responds to that with, uh, "Well, the, the Americans 
causing an awful lot of trouble for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, the uh, the the period um, we're, we're talking of. Um, well, give us a give us a sense, Matt. So it's Saigon, nineteen fifty two. Sure. Like, what uh, um, what's going on in uh, in Vietnam? Sure, sure. So so Vietnam um, by the turn of the century, nineteen hundred, uh, all of the Indo Chinese. Um, Peninsula has become French, either protectorate or colony. Cochin, China, the first southernmost of the three um, sections of Vietnam, is is run as a colony. Annam in the central and uh, Tonkin in the north are run as protectorates, as is Cambodia, Laos, um, and the it is run as a colonial state. Um, the First Indochina War begins in 1946, following the Second World War, following Ho Chi Minh's Declaration of Independence, um, where he quotes our United States uh, Declaration of Independence. That's right, um, and lots of lots of um, American and OSS uh, contact and cooperation with Ho. Certainly um, during the war against the Japanese. Yeah, so so right. there's so there's there there's great reason. For both the Vietnamese and the Americans to believe that um, the maybe the Americans will come down on the side of the Vietnamese here and mm-hmm. stand for independence, right? Right, and some of Roosevelt's um, uh, thoughts on especially French uh, colonialism, he's very very rough on uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt's. Um, doesn't but like the cheese-eating surrender monkeys. He d- no, no. Well, that that comes later. <laughs> that I think that was George Bush's term, but. Uh, uh, the after Roosevelt dies in April of forty five, right? Truman takes over and does not. The policy does not. Uh, it does not stay toward decolonization. Um, and a hoe who is not who- that the United States. I th- necessarily was a s- strict policy um, in terms of France and Indochina as decolonization, but Roosevelt was definitely more leaning that way, maybe. Because say. right in other instances like Indonesia, they they are an important force for encouraging uh, decolonization. They they help push the Dutch out of 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 Indonesia, and right. so India too. It's, mm-hmm. it's not yeah, it's not a universal um, uh, fait accompli. But the French are successful in convincing uh, Americans that their colonies are necess- are necessary for keeping France right. from sort of turning left hard. And, yeah, and lots of that has to do with considerations in Europe post war and everything, but uh, as well, but. Um, anyways, back to back to yeah. getting us up to speed here. Um, the United States is supporting France then in this first Indo-Chinese war, um, also because of common anti-communist goals, um, and that's the main desire of the United States: keep Vietnam out of communist hands. Um, May eighth, nineteen fifty, the United States begins supplying France in its war, and to sort of flash forward toward. By 54, by the end, the United States is actually paying for about three quarters um, of the war effort in Vietnam. Um, by the end of the first Indochina War? Cor- yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah, it'll, it'll end in, in... Do we know how much, um, uh, you know, how much martial aid, or the, the equivalent of kind of like, in, in, uh, in you know, it's kind of dramatic in, um, in the Netherlands where... You know, basically every dollar they're getting for in martial aid mm-hmm. money to support uh, post-war development is going right over to fight Indonesia. I can I can imagine the um, 
Uh, France has its hands full all over the world in its call in, in, in decolonization. Oh, right. Yeah, North Africa. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a big problem um, <laughs> for, for them. Um, and this this war against the Viet Minh, Ho Chi Minh, uh, Ho Chi Minh's forces, um, is. I mean, this is dragging out, right? Quite a quite a quite a long time. Um, there is no. Um, Viet- France does not invest in creating kind of uh, a large uh, indigenous Vietnamese force to fight alongside them. Okay, that's going to be very different than we see once the Americans actually get fully involved. Um, so French efforts are 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 disproportionately borne by French uh, French troops, and uh, that makes for unhappy um, French citizens at home and. And and it is an expensive proposition. Correct, correct. Um, and uh, the, the it changes a little bit toward the end, which is actually after the movie ends. Um, the Navarre plan. One aspect of that is to maybe finally work on that, um, uh, and also a major offensive in the north. But that is, I, I guess, outside the purview of this film, which ends in '52. So, um, yeah. Okay. Well, jumping so, ahead a little bit. But. So we'll we'll uh, um, so that's uh, that's a bit of the stage, and we're we'll uh, we can't resist the impulse as historians. We're, we'll 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 give you more as we go through. Um, but you know, uh, Michael Caine um, IDs the 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 body in the morgue, and uh, um, again, you know, the French detective is he knows that this is part of the trouble that the Americans are mm-hmm. are uh, causing. Uh, cut to the streets of Saigon. Now, this is kind of a um, this film. This film shot in Vietnam, um, which uh, which is an right. interesting. Uh, a lot of the first one is as well. The a lot of Vietnam War yeah. films are shot in the Philippines or other places. Uh, uh, this one actually shot in um, in Vietnam itself, mm-hmm. and uh, there's uh, uh, one can presume a vested interest in. Uh, the Vietnam government, government who, that has a very tight control on on media, uh, etc., is doing this because the particular viewpoint of the film, yeah, is sure. uh, uh, serves serves their serves their case and their cause. Um, but uh, but we're we're treated to kind of uh, uh, you know uh, some some street scenes of, of Vietnam, uh, and then we and then we see Fong, um, and. Uh, we see Fowler come up to her and, you know, what does he say, Matt? Pile a mole. Yeah, that's right. He's assassinated. He's yes. stabbed. He's Can you dead. translate that? Uh... Um, Pile is dead. Um, Pile is dead. Yeah. So, so, and then we go back in time. So we, we, we flash back and we're at the uh, Hotel Continental. Um, this is kind of an iconic uh, place in Saigon. What's what's it like oh, sitting yes. at the Continental Mat? Oh, uh, it 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 almost feels like you get the sense it felt at the time. Obviously, a ton is different, um, you know, in the twenty first yeah. century. Uh, but that sort of the just the feeling and the looks around it. It just it has that kind of colonial. French, yeah, the presence. architecture, um, the presence, the, the the street design. You know, there's um, lots has been said about uh, Saigon and its and its sort of reimagination by the French and reordering. And and uh, this is a classic sort of ground zero of sort of Frenchness in uh, in in Saigon. Right, right. 
So, so uh, we're, we're introduced, we see our first view of, well, li- living view of, uh, of Pyle. Brendan Fraser, um, and he's, uh, he's checking out your carding, The Dangers of Democracy. And so this book um, is, you know, and it, the, the ideas in it are full of sort of third force kind of classic sort of right. political science looking in the crystal ball. Right. Imagining they can engineer, um, right? What if what if democracy doesn't get you the result that is good? I mean, like, democracy is for grownups, right? Matt. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. these 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 folks aren't ready for are ready for full. It was a glaring um, discrepancy for the French when you know, liberty, equality, fraternity. They're preaching these things in in you know Vietnamese schools in the pre war period, and the right. Vietnamese are like, hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. We have none of those <laughs> yeah. things. Uh, self determination uh, and um, overrated, really. Uh. <laughs> it is, uh, and so so the Americans who like to think of themselves as 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 better than that, uh, it's it's really not. Um, uh, I think there there's the maybe even more tragic. There's the real belief among so many that it is, and in the end, it's. <laughs> It it's very much in you know the 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 it's going to cut corners and I think in the um in, in in the film a great a great line they're like well you know give the um you know what if you you know let them vote what what if they vote um you know to 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 unite with North and South and and have right. communism in charge and that's you know exactly why the elections aren't had held in 1956 is wait 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 are are you trying to say <laughs> That the U.S. intervened in a in Democratic Vietnam? election. <laughs> what that stood in the way? I would never. Yeah, I will say that about Greece and France and on and on. But um, so uh, that's another podcast. But um, you know, Pyle is there. He's this. Uh, I don't know how you. you is know, he wearing the white suit in this one? This yeah, scene? I think I think he's got his like coat off, and he's like, but he's like okay. the. We, you know, for or is those that late, that's later at night. I think. Yeah. Let me get back to that one. For those, for those who've 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 traveled abroad, you're used to the. You see this kind of like fresh off the boat. There's a particular kind of like, and and uh, it's you know not a criticism, but of like the keen kind of like traveler for or maybe graduate student. First time they they're really like they're um, they're trying to cut their teeth and 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 figure everything out and he is that they do a great job of like he's that that super green oh yeah um right he's raw and he is picking the brain of Fowler uh immediately right he's Fowler's this much older um London Times uh, reporter who has who has seen it all and it's and it's a and it's a kind of a great um juxtaposition of the kind of the um, you see you can you know imagine a whole generation of Vietnamese advisors to Vietnam in the 1960s is probably like you know the kind of Kennedy inspired like we should be you know building great things and we should be serving our country and mm-hmm. we have these this super um, ambitious like we have something special city on a hill that we need to give to these people right and and then and then Fowler represents this kind of very jaded like yeah I've seen. I've seen that before for a uh, mm-hmm. you know a uh, hundred years in 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 Vietnam, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? By the French, and we're not we're not uh, we're not getting very far. Um, he he wants to you know contain communism. So here we have. Yes, he does. Yeah, he, so he's read the Truman Doctrine, so that's good. 
mean, he's up to he's up to he's yes. up to speed, right? Right. So yeah, what's which I guess was pretty pretty recent at that at that time, but uh, yeah, I mean, um, right? It's it's a what? So what was uh, like? That's a pretty big bombshell, right? The the I mean the this idea that um, coming meeting on the heels of World War Two that there is another much maybe even more menacing um, mm-hmm. war at hand, right? Right. Yes, and so there, therefore, the United States must contain communism where it exists. It will go wherever uh, free people are threatened by an external force mm. and come to their aid. I'm sort of, sort of giving you the Cliff's Nose version of this, but uh, that that essentially is the idea of containment. And you know, the, the, the how it is actually administered will change. You know, from administration to administration. Um, but conceptually, that is, in many ways, uh, foreign policy of the United States for the duration of the Cold War. And it's also this cloaking mechanism for, like, you you can you can put up with a lot of the um, uncomfortable parts of of what you have to do, um, the 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 you know human rights abuses, the other things, uh, because because you're the larger goal. You're help you're helping right. you know, create the content, and that so. is very much pile. Yeah, Pyle is absolutely mm-hmm. um, uh, wants to know everything. Uh, uh, yeah, so they're having a little walk and chat, like uh, a la Aaron Sorkin. So it was almost it's like yeah. a West Wing uh, sort of thing. And uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It, it is very like uh, Pyle is the you know that he sort of knows every step and 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 uh, um, Fowler, I should say, and 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 Pyle is sort of puppy dogging behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, we. Uh, so we go to Fowler's Linda Times office in Saigon, and uh, he points to uh, Fatsiem uh, on a map, and uh, maybe I should go there. Uh, Why? <laughs> What's he looking for, though, right? He needs an excuse. Yeah. He's been he's, recalled, right, to London. Yeah, yeah. He finds out he's he's supposed to, you know, time says, get back to London. and uh, Yeah, he's only submitted three stories in the past <laughs> year. Yeah, um, been enjoying himself a bit too much, maybe. Perhaps. Yeah, we'll learn. We'll learn a bit. He's uh, he's uh, he's on the pipe a bit. He's uh, 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 in the dens of iniquity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so he. This is a dodge to, from right. going from going back to. Let's create a story, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, d- I didn't get that message, so um, I'm at Fatsiem. Yeah. Um. So so then we're introduced to we 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 pan over to a cocktail party with. Uh, Drunk Americans, uh, uh, etc., and they're and they're yucking it up. So these are um, these are the these are the advisors, or these are these are um, uh, people in the in the in the consulate uh, mm-hmm. who are there. Um, uh, they're just saving lives, right, Matt? They're just helping um, giving vaccinations. Well, and stuff. at this point. The- they're getting drunk right now, and the, the... <laughs> right. right, they're not doing that here. No, specifically. Okay. I mean, uh, maybe they could be drinking like you know um, quinine or something, you know, like gin and tonic, sort of. Yeah, uh, yeah. But they're pretty. They're pretty uh, ugly Americans. Which would, of course, the quiet American, of course, spawns uh, the the sort of famous parody of of the ugly American, um, which uh, which these guys very much are, <laughs> very much are. That yeah. uh, Bill Granger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very drunk. Um, interested in sampling the nightlife, let's say. Um, he's kind of insistent on that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, which leads us to the um, the opium tan and the brothel uh, 
What's uh what's it called, Matt? What's the name of this place? Uh the ha- it is called the House of Five Hundred Girls. Yes. In the film. Now in reality, uh <laughs> it is called the Parc au Buffle or the Park of Buffalo. Uh rumored to be the largest uh brothel in the world. And okay. it had as many as four hundred women there. They're all various nationalities and you can pick and choose Whichever one you you like, or as many as you like, evidently. And, and so this this uh, like the the sex industry elsewhere in the world, we see that is a is a is a constant companion of military and colonial occupation, like the, these 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 exploding um, sex industries that 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 cater some that cater specifically to um, right to the foreign communities and right. um, and 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 now. Um, for example, I just read about in, in, in the Philippines, you see entire um, uh, Chinese and Korean uh, neighborhoods that cater to. So it's so it's not it's mm-hmm. not uh, particular to to Americans, but it's, uh, um, you know, and, and it and it and it uh, it goes right into the, the kind of plays on all of the um, kind of harem uh, stuff. They're walking through and there's just like. Women mobbing them like they're celebrities. Well, like, Pyle is obviously a very sexy man because he has no less than twenty draped all over him. He started the mummy, man. He's, <laughs> he's a, right, and he, now and, he's wearing the white suit, and the baggy man. white suit. Circa, it looks like he got drafted in the NBA two thousand three. Go Google, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Google uh, the Kirk Heinrich photo of that. By the way, if you don't get that reference, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's really good. Yeah, he's 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 got this uh, <clears throat> this. It's almost like he's read like a kind of books on sort of you know colonial like late colonial empire, and he's you know he's got the starched white, which is a which is a which is a terrible fabric for uh, uh, for out in the tropics. Um, but uh, so they 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 get there. They they leave some of the drunk Americans behind. And uh, they head for dinner at uh, uh, Le Concierge, the Right, the, which translates to Ark in Sky. <laughs> <laughs> or a rainbow. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. <damn. laughs> uh, so, and, and this is, uh, and then we're... That, so that's the name of a Japanese rock band, so I'm not sure why. Mm, uh, yeah. Tommy, if you Yeah, could. let's just queue up to the Ark in Sky right now. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. It takes me back here. <laughs> right. You, you, I'm a real right. Arkansas head. You'll have to excuse me. Right. Yeah. Right. Let's do a deep cut. Uh, not <laughs> yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. hits. Come on. Yeah. Let's go B side. And yeah. um, so uh, this will this will be a uh, an important feature later in the film when um, uh, uh, we'll, we'll play into the, the 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 tickets to dance with the girls. Right. So what's that about? So this is 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 uh, they, they reference it as a milk bar, right? And it's mm. it's not um, it, it is different than the House of Five Hundred Girls. This is where you you buy this ticket and you can the ticket get gets you a, a dance with one of the I guess hostesses women there. Right, so the, these are these are these are more upstanding um, women, purpor- presumably. Yeah, like I guess different, so. It's, it's, different the, cl- it's the classy joint of its right. era or whatever, right? It's not right. So you might you might go a courtin rather than uh, other things uh, at the at the House of Five Hundred, right? Right. So um, Granger might warm up maybe at the <laughs> Ark in Sky, and then yeah, yeah, head yeah. to the house. Maybe <clears throat> head to the House of Five Hundred. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's I get to that's a fair. I don't I don't see him much as a. Uh, 
It's like, you know, he's not going to waste his, 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 you know, money on, on ticket girls. Yeah, that's you know, true. Yeah. yeah. I, I see him as a cheapskate. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Um, so we're also introduced to a kind of, a uh, uh, a great character. Um, it's Fong's uh, sister and, uh, she's the older sister and, uh, she's got plans. Well, yeah. First plan is to rip shit on Pyle's dancing skills. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a very uh, he's doing a very sort of Elaine from Friends uh, uh, out there on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's maybe not that bad, but it, it it's it's a, in her eyes it maybe maybe was the way. Yeah, it, but yeah. but she quickly changes her tune. Um, Pyle and uh, Fong return to the to their table. And Pyle kind of, uh, it's almost, I got an Eddie Haskell-ish sort of uh, okay. con- conversation with the sister. Um, and, you know, where he's sort of just saying the nice things to her face and, and all and whatnot. But, um, yeah, the, yeah. Sis- the sister's already got a plot. She's got a plan, you can tell r- right away. Yeah, she wants to, she wants to, she wants to get that sister married off. Correctly, um, we found a Fong with herself used to be a taxi dancer, um, and uh, and then retreated to some uh, grenades in the distance, right? And this is and this is kind of an interesting. Um, the uh, pile is pile is is sort of shaken and 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 shocked, and uh, Fowler is just like, oh yeah, that's just I can hear that. That's your grenade. Like you'll you'll learn. Right, right. You'll get it. Um, <laughs> That's no car backfiring. Newbie. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Come on. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, more, more, more blinding white suits from, uh, from uh, Alden Pyle. Yeah, um, fresh from the dry cleaner. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind one of those. I just, the, 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 the care and dry cleaning, just, I can't th- stop thinking about that. Yeah. Like, just seems like, just a, you know. As amazing as Vietnamese food in, you're going to get that on that suit, and then you're screwed. Well, the economic aid mission, I think, pays really well. I'm assuming so. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he's uh, his his things like uh, this often do. You know, he's an aid worker, so he has to right watch his dollars. Um, uh, Fowler is, uh, and then and then we see a bit of the old man and his vices. Right, Fowler smoking opium next to Fong. Um, right, and uh, this is definitely uh, Green has written this from experience. Uh, he himself um, not only did he enjoy the company of prostitutes, but he enjoyed uh, opium. In one letter, he claimed he smoked uh, five pipes in one evening. Actually, <laughs> uh, so that seems like a lot. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, know I don't, I don't lot, know what but... a pipe, what a pipe means, but like, but like, I mean, I think I know, like, have a sense of like that probably one would, you know, knock down a a, a rhino, and so five <laughs> seems to. So he's the Keith Moon of uh, journalists, I guess. Yeah. Right, he could taking just... elephant tranquilizers and he's uh, yeah, um, just docking down drum sets. Yeah. Um, let me say real quick. Um, that uh, Frederick Lugavall's uh, book "Embers of War" talks a bit about Green's time in great book, great history um, in in Vietnam, and so so some of what I what I have been saying and will say um, I've got from that. I'm not sure how to how do you do a footnote in a podcast is a question, but um, yeah, that's an, it's a nerdy l- let me just, historian. Let me just throw out uh, yeah. that check out that book. It is 
fantastic. I mean, that is maybe the best book I've read uh, in recent years. Uh, and uh, and uh, years, uh, so. again, the 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 kind of incredible continuities between the French and the American. This 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 refusal to 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 learn lessons and to um yeah. and to make same mistakes. It yep. is it is. Uh, um, and he's diving deep with Vietnamese, French, U.S. sources. Yeah. He is he is a master uh, at this. So check out Ember, yeah. Embers of War. Yeah, absolutely. Good plug there. Um, and uh, we we find out we find out one of the cruxes of this entire of this entire relationship, which is Fowler lamenting his marriage. You know, his wife, a devoted Catholic. Um, uh, you know, he kind of gives the 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 lame ass excuse like, you know, I'd marry you if I could, but uh, right, you know, I tried that one. Yeah, yeah, sort of like the <laughs> like like the uh, uh, you know, like the dude who's like, you know, honey, well, when I I don't think it's fair that we should be married until um, gays and lesbians, you know, have the right to be married, and then, <laughs> and then they do. <laughs> he, right, he's uh, he's stuck. Right, yep. Uh, Gotta have that foresight. <clears throat> Interesting, isn't that when you got married? When that? Uh, when did I get <laughs> that? That was your That's excuse. A it, it's a uh, just tra- <laughs> tracking the dates here. Okay. No, no, I, I beat them. We beat them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah way to go. Um, so uh, Fowler takes off the Fatsiem. Uh, he's on a military transport, um, embedded with French forces, and I thought this was a pretty good, as far as war films go. Um, you know, it it. It's it's kind of gritty and realist. It doesn't um, it doesn't lionize stuff. It's it's uh, um, it some of the like field field reports I've read. It 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 seems like that. Like you mm-hmm. know, um, uh, it, it's a it's a it's a decent it's a decent uh, scene. Um, yeah, and I and I think um, you know they they mentioned the uh, the French. Uh, commander, I, I don't remember if we got his name or title, I don't but know if we got um, his name in there. Uh, you know, we just were attacked four days ago. My men are counting bullets. You know, you you get the sense that they're yeah, they'd only of, last months. I think he says, yeah, they're in sort of dire dire straits here. Um, which is which is which is really what is happening as the first Indochina War is going down. I mean, the 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 um, French Home Office is completely in, uninterested in. In 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 the conflict as well, and the the uh, French uh, support is is uh, steeply declining, and so they are they're living on um, um, counting every last bullet because they don't have much. Um, and uh, um, yeah, let me. Um, I've got a quote here from from Green going to uh, Fatsiem. Uh, quote, the canal's full of bodies. I'm reminded now of an Irish stew containing too much meat. The bodies overlap one head, seal gray, and anonymous as a convict with a shaven scalp stuck out of the water like a buoy. There was no blood. I suppose it had flowed away a long time ago. I have no idea how many there were. Must have been caught in a crossfire trying to get back. Um, and the the film portrays, you get that, that sense uh, as well. Um, yeah, and it's I, they're very it's it's quite true I think how it's portrayed in the film too both the book and I think to uh the reality of when green goes. Yeah, and you can tell this is a this is a novelist by someone who's who's understand as a contemporary he gets he, he does an accurate description of that. Um pile shows up we uh, a, a boat rolls up on this uh uh French forces 
Yeah. And uh, scatter, um, they scatter uh, for cover. Yeah. It's unclear who this is. And they crack off a few shots at the, at the boat. And then uh, we see uh, under sort of the sort of classic Vietnamese uh, hat, um, who but our, um, our plucky young. Uh, uh, what? I just thought I would take a boat up north. <laughs> Yeah, what's yeah. wrong with that? American aid worker um, Pyle uh, shows up, almost gets shot, uh, um, and uh, you know he says like, "Oh, I want to, you know, I'd come and talk to you," um, which is like, uh, "Really need to have a chat." So yeah. I thought I'd yeah come up um, to <laughs> Fatsiem. He was going to send an email. He thought he'd instead go do it in person. Um, right. And uh, um, and. Right as he gets there, they sort of walk into Vatsiem and um, dead villagers everywhere, men, women, and children. Um, we don't know who killed them. And uh, there are, there are, you know, the, 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 the French are not claiming. Uh, the French deny it was yeah, them, the f- right? Right. Mm-hmm. The, the communists. Pyle says communists. Yeah, yeah Pyle or said communists. And the. Uh, um, and uh Fowler's not not buying that. No, and uh an, another uh you know, he's and this is this is in Pyle's mind another another evidence of like we need a third force mm-hmm. to run right to run Vietnam, but right? To Fowler, it is not in their interest, I believe is the quote. And it's not and, in the interest of the communists to kill the civilians like this. Not, yeah. Not that that didn't happen in real life sometimes, but um, that, and that's the argument he's making. Yeah, and, and and when he when when the third force is brought up, Fowler says, you know, like, you know, not the Americans. And uh, Pyle's like, you know, no, we're we're not colonialists, which right. is a great like. Um, they are right then, and also like, hashtag the the Philippines, like <laughs> Hawaii, like yeah. you know, like the right the entire West, like right. that's yeah. that's recent. That's just yeah, nineteen forty six. Philippines. Um, uh, so that was just a handful of years before this is taking place in 1951, 52. So, yeah, and, and I don't think that idea, Puerto Rico. I don't think that idea is um, that a lot that a lot of Americans like think that out of ignorance that like we 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 we've never had colonies like we've mm-hmm. never like and um, yeah, we usually just annex places and what are the good just ones take them land, but. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're just helping. There's right. lots of helping, lots of aid and assistance going on there, right? So uh, they they spend the evening in a bunker. They've got a pistol with them. Um, Pyle confesses to commit suicide. Yeah, that's is, right. Is the implication. Right? If it, if you it, might need this. Yeah, exactly. Um, don't don't let him take you alive. Um, Pyle confesses he loves Fong. Um, he wants to protect her. Man. You know, I came all this way, Thomas. To I have something to tell you. I know we're being shelled right now in a bunker, but <laughs> I love your girlfriend, and um, I just thought now was a really good time to tell you that. Uh, yeah, and it was and, love at first sight, and like, and and almost like, you know, um, understanding that people's reaction, even even in an earlier era, to say like, you just met her, like seriously, like he's <laughs> like, no, you know, I I I usually don't, I'm not one for that, for the right. For the first like he 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 knows this is this is stalker creepy. Well, and he also uh, I want to protect her is another mm-hmm. thing he says right. Right, and uh, he feels you know he can maybe offer that security, maybe kind of what the sister was hoping for, maybe a, a husband. Uh, that something that Fowler. Do you think Fowler can give her children, Matt? 
Uh, I mean, he can find some somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I haven't checked his sperm count, so I'm not sure. But I mean, Michael Caine's no spring chicken. Has he ever been spring? Ch- I guess the. <laughs> He plays old. He skews old at this one. Summer chicken. Summer. Yeah. (laughs) Sure, sure. Um, Back in Saigon, uh, you know, the massacre of Batsyam, you know, nobody did it, but there are rumors. uh, And uh, so the the word is out on the street, and um, Fowler's got his story. Um, And here we're introduced to uh, to, uh, to a a character of a very real um, character, and and a bit of the, the kind of the up for grabs nature of 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 Vietnam in this era, um, General Tay, um, a military parade, um, and you know they're kind of whispering, they're giving kind of exposition, like oh he broke away from the French and formed his own army. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, what, what do we know about General Tay, Matt? What you can't Wikipedia that? Uh, I, I could. Okay. I mean, I'm trusted here. Oh, okay. Oh, so so Tay is based on a real person uh, and they're using his real name um fowler and pile I, I guess you know are kind of maybe loosely based on real people tay is is, is based on a real real character as well he Trinan is tay. uh from uh Tainin province which is kind of northwest of saigon and that is really the heart of uh the cow die in in vietnam and so the cow die are um it is it, Officially a religion for, founded in 1926. Totally fascinating. Um, yeah, and it, it claims to represent third and final manifestation of God in the Orient, and it is modeled um, on Catholicism, but the rituals are kind of derived from more traditional Vietnamese forms, um, and so they are centered in Tainan Province. Um, and I, I won't go into all the <laughs> the differences and the doctrinaire different doctrinaires of, of Catholicism, but what what is interesting uh, for our purposes is the Kaudai kind of view themselves as sort of this almost autonomous uh, entity within Vietnam. They have their own uh, military. They have their the, they are led by the Pope of, of this church, their which is religion um, is the, one of the most amazing buildings I've ever been in. Um, is, is the the Holy See there uh, in Tainan? Yeah. It is fantastic. Um, but military, I guess, is for our purposes what's what's interesting. So Tay's actually splits away from the cow die. It is not, it is not completely monolithic. There are different sort of sections of cow dieists that sort of split off from time to time. Uh, and Tay's one of these sort of factions that splits off with about two thousand men in nineteen fifty one, from memory. Uh, and he is gonna m- maybe he's gonna be this third force. Yeah, right. So the U.S. is kind of snooping around for like, look, we 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 can't trust communists. The French don't know what they're doing. So maybe this maybe this third force, um, which brings us back to the continental. Um, Tay is rocking some sweet sunglasses too. I should oh. throw in. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are those are amazing. Like, yeah. there, there's some serious. Uh, um, yeah, those are those are cloud goggles. Those they had to be part of the bargaining. You know. I'm going to need those glasses if I'm going to, you know, work with you, um, United States. Yeah, no, those are those are those are sort of classic, like like you might see on like Carno, like a 
like a uh, some serious attitude um, to pull off those classes. Yeah, um, and he does. And he yeah, he does it amazingly. Um, the Fowler, you know, writes home to his wife, wants a divorce, um, and uh, you know he's 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 given her the old college try for falling. He realizes Pyle is a uh, is a threat, and he's got to he's got to act. Um, and the the. The, the the little gamut to Fatsiem buys him some time. He gets an extension, uh, asked to invite investigate the massacre, um, and uh, and then we see in the the newspaper the very biased coverage of the French break the communist siege. Yeah, um, right, right. Very accurate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 journalism is pretty is pretty funny um, if, if if you read it from the period. Um, and then we're treated to to more with with Tay. We'll see you be an important character uh, in our in our book. He uh, in our film travels out to the Cambodian border to interview Tay. Fowler does, um, and uh, and unexpectedly meets Pyle. Right, he's he's out there in an aid tent with a big red cross on it, just helping the people. Yeah, yeah. They haven't hadn't seen each other for a little bit of time, right? Um... Yeah, I, yeah, right. That's that's kind of implied. Uh, there, there is that. that the, I, I'm in love with your steady yes, girlfriend. We, we it's a bit that. of an awkward. Well, the, the Pyle comes in. We missed that part. Pyle comes in, and Fowler says, "Why don't you tell my girlfriend that you've been visualizing her while masturbating for the past week?" Um, <laughs> uh, and Pyle does, and in not so many words, but. right? Uh, and. <laughs> And I think he tells him to smoke opium, doesn't he? Or, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Would you like a pipe? And what? he says, "Why? Why would I do that?" Yeah. Um, he, he's he's really the clean cut. Uh, he's very straight edge, um, which is different than the 1958 movie. Also, that that pile is, is does drink. I will throw that in as well. Okay, he does. He does. Uh, he does. Right. He's also from Texas and not New England. He's kind of the aw shucks, uh, you know. Yeah, guy, and not the, and not the. I think, I think in the, I think in the novel of Memory Serves, he's he's a very much Harvard, East Coast, um, kind of elite father, professor, you know, mother. Yeah, sort father, of like professor. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, the this 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 adaptation uh, sticks a little closer to the book. Um, okay, but we're back at Tay's camp. Sorry. Yeah, we're 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 at the Cambodian border border. Um, and, Which uh, is right near Tainan. Tainan's not far. Um, yeah, Kadai stronghold. Um, Tay tells uh, Fowler through his uh, businessman translator Moy, um, you know the French are colonialists, and um, gets angry when asked where he's uh, getting his support. Um, and uh, you know because Fowler is is he's not stupid, and he sees like, hey, here is a here is a. Um, uh, uh, a minority uh, group in um, in Vietnam that seems to have a lot of resources now. Right, right. And where and Fowler where, asks, yeah. "Yo, where are you getting your shit from, bro?" Yeah. Hey, you been up north, huh? And <laughs> yeah, that the, the um, Tate the, is not like that. Tate is not. Uh, you know, we get a very angry sunglass sort of like grabs him and and yeah. uh, maybe he's lucky that Moy is there. Or he, more serious things might have happened, and he, you know, tells him to get lost. And, and right. the, the he says some very angry things in Vietnamese, and then the translation is like he would prefer that he's busy right. The general is busy right now. 
does not have I, time to see. I, it. I don't speak Vietnamese, <laughs> but I think that was accurate translation. Yeah, so I think he's accurate. Certainly, <laughs> we had the subtitles on, and that's what he did say. So, <laughs> um, but we're but we're treated to a little bit of ham fisted, like uh, sort of like Joe Tunney, um, like peeks out from behind a wall. Uh, right. Like, oh, did you? Uh, you, you I hope you were supposed to see me here behind <laughs> Tay. That, that was that was a little uh, a little weird. I think like he could have just had him right be at the at the tent with with pile or something it right like or it. not had him there at all yeah and made it a little more suspicious and not clear now when when you see him like he's literally behind going on. Te- he's right. literally behind te- yeah yeah <laughs> and figuratively right it's uh it's uh, i think maybe you know and i guess as a filmmaker um you only have you know 90 minutes to tell your tell your tale and so you you take some shortcuts and one of them's like hey dummies if you're not getting where this is going <laughs> the you the u.s quote unquote Medical aid workers are behind this military, right? So, uh, yeah, I won't, I won't, I won't ding them too hard. Um, they, 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 but they hear like, "Hey, you got to get back to Saigon because the roads are dangerous at night." Dangerous at night, yes. Which is, which is true. Um, you know, the French have done a bad job of governing, and the 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 communists are doing a good job of infiltrating um, and conducting guerrilla warfare. Yeah, French control the day. The Vietnamese uh, communists control the night. That's a that's a great song line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put a little uh, put a little put a little track to that. Um, car runs out of petrol on the way back to Saigon. Uh, you know the dangers of the road after dark. That's sort of uh, you know that we were we were smacked yeah, with that before. But it seems like it was siphoned out. Um, yeah, yeah, that's sabotage. right. Sabotage. Yeah, that's right. Um, so not all was uh, uh, dealt above board. Um, they make it to a watchtower that's out on the road, and um, they they come up and it's there's armed men who are um part of the Vietnamese government, but you know these guys in the in the book these guys are they're they're a little more new. They're just like, hey, we're we don't want you here because you're going to attract communist attention. Mm-hmm. Like we we uh and and I think in the in the in the movie it's kind of a it's it's kind of a funny scene. Like, well, the odds are. The odds are pretty good, you know. There's, there's like, there's a lot of watchtowers, a bunch of watchtowers. Yeah, um, we're probably fine. I like all tentas. Um and uh, they, they, um, you know, more musings about Fong. Um, you know, uh, who's best equipped to take care of her? Um, right. Yeah. Uh, Fowler, I've been fantasizing about your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an odd one. Um, <laughs> And uh, and then and then a, and then a, a pretty cool scene. Um, the, the, the tower attack. The communists uh, are, um, you know. Let me, oh, before before, before yeah, that, yeah. the the one line I know I'm not essential to Fong, but she is essential to me. Um, this is a person who has said you know thirty words to her. <laughs> no, no, that's Fowler. Oh, this is Fowler. Yes, yeah, that's Fowler. <laughs> okay. Um, to pile. Um, so he's saying she could she could of course move on from him but that he doesn't think he could from her so that's why he's uh quite reluctant to to give her up. Yeah, he 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 is um despite being a a, a decent, you know, journalist, he she seems to be a, a one shining light in his life yeah. in, mm-hmm. in his in his life. Um so the the um the communists approach in the uh, the rice paddy. They're they they're 
it's kind of a classic like camouflage. They've got like rice stalks on their hats. They're right. They're that all... roulette wheel came up green, and they <laughs> hit that watchtower, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. And uh, you know, um, there's lots of ways one could describe it, but uh, uh, I've heard you know in my notes that uh, you know pile. Chuck Norris's uh, Fowler out of the tower. Right. After an incident during a trust fall, uh, <laughs> Fowler uh, dislocates, uh, yeah. sprains, whatever, his ankle. Yeah. Uh, Stupidly, rather than just climbing down the ladder, he just decides to jump. Well, um, it's quicker. And then... It is. Uh, it is. Uh, he's got a wounded leg. Um, so uh, Rambo First Blood Part 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, which uh, maybe maybe we'll cover in a future. Podcast. It's very ch- it's very uh, Chuck Norris get our yeah. get our boys back out of the yeah um, yeah no man left behind. Um, so uh, that's our glimpse of the that the maybe nerdish innocent pile. Maybe there's something else there, right? right that he takes command of the situation immediately, uh, right during the attack. Because if you if you don't know anything about Quiet American or the, the novel or the the movie the movie tries to play it um one could one could believe that that uh pile is a you know um starry-eyed optimist aid worker and falls in love with a girl you know he's um he's not he's different than those other um you know rude drunk americans who were at the uh at at the bar and so um yeah right this is a, this is a sliver like he's had some military training like he knows he knows to fire yes. and carry this right. guy right um so uh you know they're back at the office and um you know suspects that uh 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 you know Tony and Tay are are conspiring um and uh you know he saw him peek out from <laughs> Peek out from behind him. He, right, he must know. Um, Fong reunites with with Fowler, um, and things are going great. Right, he's asked for that divorce. Yeah, he gets in. He says, like you know, I've been, I've been, I've been granted that divorce. Yeah, can uh, you can you get me some alcohol in the mail? Uh, nice to see you again. She does, and that mail, yeah, says right in air quotes says, right, right. He reads it. I've been given a divorce. And, um, except for Psyche, uh, she did not grant him, uh, a, a divorce, which we'll find out. Um, oh, Pyle shows up again, right, right for that scene. Yeah. Is this when he, is this, this is the big, like, I want you to tell her. No, no, no. This is. Oh, that's later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He shows up again. Fowler tells him his wife's given him a divorce. Pyle says, Okay. He's he's gonna he's gonna it's do the noble over. thing, yeah. Tears and he's out, and and briefly, get away with it briefly, right? Right, and, and so back to the office, yeah. And so we're so we're we're taken back to um to uh, Fowler and his assistant, you know that uh, he kn- who knows he knows of Moy and he has connections and he says like hey there's like crates from overseas arriving at this factory that are bypassing French customs you got to come out um you got to come out now let's check this out. You know he's he's uh, he's they're connecting the dots here. Um, that like how though this this influential Saigon businessman was there with with General Tay, and all this stuff is bypassing French customs. Um, you're wondering how all this arms and um, materials are getting to getting mm-hmm. to the to, to Tay and the Kaodai Army, um, and uh, so. 
they sneak into sneak uh, sort of we 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 switch into sort of um, caper film. They're they're smug. You know they're they're sneaking. Although although uh, Michael Caine is not a, exactly a cat burglar uh, in this. Well, he's hauling around the stump or whatever he's got now because of the uh, compound fracture he had in his <laughs> ankle. So. Uh, you I've know, got this bum leg. Yeah. Why? 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 Why did he not just have his assistant go? Like, you know, like he's the most. He's the reporter. He's the he's sl- got a report. He's the slow old white dude. Um, so they find boxes marked, you know, uh, Joe Tunney, American Legation Saigon. Like a legation is like a with like a consulate. Um, with the uh, uh marked with a fictional compound, uh, the Diolactin. Diolactin. Yeah, that's right, um, and uh, and the, and again, they'll use some. The novel has more space to sort of expound on this, but uh, um, uh, as they start looking into dialectin, um, it's a they narrowly escape, and uh, you know uh, Fowler writes down in his notes dialectin. He sees that on a box, and um, you know it's this. Uh, it can make eyeglasses. It can also make the the precursor to plastic explosives mm-hmm. so um so maybe he's an aid worker maybe he's uh um bringing plastic explosives into either way um yeah same same yeah, yeah. um and so uh you know now uh fong is is angry at fowler um their pile and fong are 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 playing house. Um, I think that they have already they have all, pile outs Fowler as a fake, right? He he, right. I, I forget his, how he how he, he uh, the he sister reads the, the sister gets fong shows the sister the letter. Yeah, she uh, steals she's very the proud letter. and excited. Oh look, we're getting oh he's yeah, getting a divorce. yeah. Uh, she sister, naively says like, look, this is right, great. She's he's very happy about it, and the sister says that's not actually what this says. Uh, she tips pile off to it, and then they confront him in the office. Um, the wife doesn't believe in divorce. Um, my religion forbids it, so the answer is no. No on the on the on the ha- divorce. Hard no on the divorce. Right, not, uh, and not only that, he lied to Fong about it. So that, in theory, is done. That relationship. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so pile and Fong are where we cut to them playing house. They're. Um, they're there, and uh, uh, Fowler is not done. However, he breaks in and says, "Like, look, uh, this dialactin." And he's like, "What? It's a milk-based? I don't know what a milk-based plastic isn't. Plastic petroleum based. <laughs> for the it's a milk-based a milk plastic based. Yeah. used for frames and eyeglasses. Um, yeah, and uh, and is that coconut milk or <laughs> exactly." Um, Fowler is, is, is not buying this really. Um, he, he seems to know better. Um, and then, and then we're really, uh, and then we really get to the kind of the pivotal scene, right? In the movie, we're back at the crowded continental, a uh, hotel. And, uh, this is one where the closed captioning helps. Cause you can, we have some American women sitting at the continental in the background, uh, and they say, uh, you know, Joe Tunney said to be out of here by 10 to 11. Um, and, you know, we're like, what, demonstration? Like, we don't know. We just need to be out of there. And so, obviously, what is what is implied is that um, they know that there's going to be an explosion at this square, probably because they're behind it, um, right, the American legation. Yeah. 
Um, and explosion rocks the square. Um, and uh, Fowler scrambles to find Fong. He thinks uh, it's eleven er- o'clock, right? Yeah, early, right, early in the movie, right, at the beginning. He said, like, you know, I love to watch Fong go to her eleven <laughs> for her milkshake. <laughs> she gets her milkshake with her friends, and he watches from across the square. I watch creepily as do my girlfriend, who is maybe four years younger, gets her milkshake. Forty? Is that what you said? <laughs> See, Matthew, thing for different in that Orient. It's uh, it's a different time, you know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and, and they they uh, uh, she's out for eleven ish, and uh, he thinks she's she, she should be of, there. She right? should be there. Yeah. Um, and there are dead and wounded Vietnamese everywhere. Thirty mm-hmm. to fifty of them dead. We find out later. Um, real. What's I have that? The real information on the real bombing. If you um. So give us the give us the give us the straight dope, Matt. What sure, is sure. the headline in the New York Times? Time bombs rip Saigon Central. Missiles kill two and injure thirty in spectacular Viet Minh strike in Indochina. Uh, the Times later revised that to eight Vietnamese, two French dead, thirty-two injured. It's January 9th, nineteen fifty-two. Um, an actual in, event. An actual event that Green was not at. Um, so unlike unlike Fowler uh, in the film, Green was not actually there. Um, in reality, there is no hard evidence that the U.S. Uh, was complicit in this, although there is maybe some, quite a bit of circumstantial evidence. Um, French officials suspected the U.S. was involved. British officials suspected the U.S. was involved. Uh, the sophistication of these bombs, these like sort of timed bombs, um, seemed like it was a bit much for, you know, somebody like Tay with few resources to pull off uh, on his own. Um, so that's right. a bit to of background be, to, on to, the real. To be fair, <laughs> there there were a lot of the the Americans certainly were um, were not beyond this by any means. Um, you know, by by creating a pretext. For, um, for 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 war, but there were yeah. also so many um, uh, actors in, in around Saigon at the time, who, certainly who also you know could could um, benefit from just dis- massive disruption mm-hmm. and and take advantage at the time. Right. These um, are also the sort of things that the CIA is not going to write down on paper uh, and to make yes. accessible to the public. Um, January 9th, just passed bombs over to Tay's men. Hoping for a successful quote demonstration yeah. this morning. Let's see what happens um, at eleven. Right, right. In in uh, um, we've looked at a lot of CIA records. Uh, something you'll see is sort of more of uh, more circuitous sort of, uh, you know, gave gave aid and assistance uh, to patriots. Um, you know, and uh, our contacts with uh, you know General Tay seem to be um, uh, proceeding apace. You know, they're. Um, they're too smart for, yeah. um, you know, this is, this is the, this is the, um, era of, sub- of subversion as foreign policy. So, Certainly. um, you're not gonna, you can't just go in guns blazing. You need to make it look like you weren't the, 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 the whole point of, from the Iranian revolution on is that you make it appear as though, um, we weren't even there. Like the, this happened, you know, sui generis, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, so this is this is this is kind of a really of a piece of that kind of um, that kind of thinking. And Pyle plays that up uh, in the film. 
yeah. quite well, uh, that sort of character, right? Yeah, no, and the right. The film definitely takes the editorial note. This is the this is the Americans doing because Pyle is running around um like, hey, uh, and speaking Vietnamese, you know. Speaks Vietnamese, he directs you know, cameramen to get certain shots. Get this, um, get this dramatic shot, like, you know, right here and like you know, screaming at Viet like so he's this instead of this um, you know, bright eyed, uh uh starry eyed um newcomer to, to Vietnam, Mike Pyle is a uh is a is a serious um asset and agent um provocateur. Uh so um you know Michael Caine gets all the pieces are kind of coming together and it's this realization washes over him. Tunny, Tay, Moy, the um Dilactin, what it all means. Um and you know his uh um his his uh his assistant sort of says, Hey dummy like Right. You know, Pile is OSS, <laughs> and I believe the new name is the CIA, um, right? And right. so this is uh, again right at the beginning of the the, um, the 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 foundation of the CIA here. Um, so so, what's Fowler going to do, Matt? What is it? What's what are the choices in front of him? Well, the assistant says. Let's maybe set up uh, a meeting between Pyle and some of my <clears throat> contacts. Um, you know, just want to talk to him. Um, and so Fowler has to consider this. Um, You're not going to hurt him, are you, Matthew? Right. And uh, I think they said they'd be as gentle as the situation warrants. Is that what the quote yeah, was? Uh, uh, yeah, as gentle as the situation allows. Yeah, like, allows, okay. Um, which is a nice euphemism, like... Uh, and so, so this is a pretense to pretext to get um, you know, Fowler to come without because now they know he's CIA. They know he's going to have um, a bunch of people with him at all times, maybe unless he comes to see, you know, uh, a, a friend under a truce flag. And right. Um, so if you Fowler. decide uh, to do it, um, go to the window, pick up a book, perhaps Moby Dick, uh, and. Open the book, and that will be the signal for the person watching. Yeah, at the window, we'll be watching you. If you open the book, that means it is on. The hit is on. Um, so come to the uh, come set up this set up the meeting with um, with Pyle. So uh, they meet. Um, you know, Fowler delivers delivers the invitation to Pyle, um, and Pyle confronts Fowler. You know, he says like. Tay is working with the CIA, and he's kind of asking, you know, he's kind of doing his journalistic follow-ups. Mm-hmm. I should, should mention, Fowl, or Pyle uh, takes a whiskey at this Whoa. meeting, uh, which he had been His clean boy, his straight-edge attitude. Up until this point. Uh, right, so whiskey would be fine, he says. Um, so once again, this is another layer of this onion, right? It's been peeled back. Yeah, and and, you know, and... Pyle says, you know, in a war, use the tools you've got. And right now, he's the best we have. Um, that was Donald Rumsfeld? <laughs> right. You go to war with a leader uh, you have. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give the Vietnamese a leader they admire. So this is super paternalism, right, at its, at its height. Like, you know, like, these people don't know what they need. Like, we'll give them the leader they need. Um, and, uh, you know, he... and. The French aren't going to uh, stop yeah. the communists. They haven't got the brains, and they haven't got the guts. Or That's the balls. right. 
da, da, da. Yeah. I threw in the or the balls. And part, the, but yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that part. Um, that was my my addition. They but. haven't got the guts, and you know, and he and he quickly puts the pieces together for Fowler. Like you know, look, congressional aid. They see photos like this. They see what the communists were, that we're going to tag this on. What are, they're doing down here? They're gonna they're gonna give us aid, right? And yeah, you have to break a few eggs to to make a democracy. But um, this is what this is what needs to be done. Um, and you know, and he realizes Pyle is making overtly the third force to try to try to overthrow um um uh infiltrate united states interests in in vietnam um and now we come to the sort of the where where we left off the beginning of the movie we're in with it's in the night it's uh, beautiful saigon street yeah, so lamps he, he opens cities. the book he opens yeah, it's right he opens the book at the window moby dick and <laughs> Yeah, he's got his big white whale. Is that where the suit comes from? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, and he wears the NBA draft suit again that night, and he's floating. Yeah, right. okay, it's all it all comes together. Um, so Pyle is walking to dinner uh, along a dock, and uh, Fowler in the distance at, with his dog at the cat. Yeah, with uh, oh, does he have his dog in there? Yeah, yep. I don't see. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, Fowler can Long see pause him. Pause for an empty stare. Yeah, that's right. He can see in the distance, and and it's they're kind of uh, clearly trying to signal like it's dawning on Fowler like the gravity of what you know this what, is going to happen. What, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And he's and he's literally witness to it. Um, so uh, Pyle attempts a frantic escape through some tight Saigon alleyways. Um, uh, Fowler's assistant. Um, Stops him in the in the middle of of one of the, one of these alleyways, and stabs him. Um, Pyle is writhing on the ground, and we're left with the kind of the 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 denouement of this of mm-hmm. of the film. We see the kind assistant of, rides his bike away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Fowler can see him crossing that bridge. Right, and he knows his his connection. Um, his connection is deep, and. Uh, um, you know, I think later in the in the in the in the in the film, his assistant says, "You know, like there's a war. Like you've got to choose sides. Like this is a you know, don't be stupid. Like who did you think I was?" Or, and so and so, I think you know, Fowler, the savvy journalist, is starting to realize that everyone he's been around is is something other than they, yeah. something than they appear of sorts. Yes, yeah. Aren't we all wearing a mask, Matt? Um, was I was I supposed to wear a mask? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, a big beard mask you've got on. Thank it's you. really, yeah, yeah. Um, there, and then we're, then we go back to Inspector Vigo, um, who who is very. Uh, I thought it was Clemenceau. <laughs> Clouseau, yeah, Inspector Clouseau. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's a little more savvy than uh, Clouseau, um, but uh, oh, uh, <laughs> Vigo is is the name. Um, you know, he said, uh, "Why did you ask for a table for one?" Um, and uh, you know, he—he—it's clear he knows that that um, that Fowler had something to do with it. Like, why would you ask for a table for one if you said you're meeting him? Um, Fowler says, "Damn, yeah." Oh, no, should have thought of that. Stupid detail. Stupid, stupid um, Fowler. Back at the milk bar, um, Fowler asked to dance. 
and uh, Fong is back to being a taxi dancer for tickets, right? Um, this is life post pile. For yeah, her. that's right. Um, She's really. I was going to make a piling on joke, but that, that didn't, uh, didn't work. Didn't didn't didn't, didn't go, work. Okay. She's really piling on. Well, you spared our listeners. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, <laughs> Fowler and Fong united. <laughs> the sister is pissed. She is not. Uh, she's not excited. Um, she didn't get her man. Um, and uh, and then Fowler, we his his dispatches, you know, kind of come to us. He reports an increase in American aid. Um, they Fowler and Fong reunite, and then she, she says, "Have you finally gotten that vasectomy reversed?" And he says, "I have," and <laughs> then they can get back together, right? Medical science being what it is, Matthew. <laughs> Men are much, much, much more able to have uh, children much later in life. Yep. Um, she, the the then news reels. Uh, newspaper headlines flash in front of us. Uh, uh, most importantly, Dien Bien Phu, May seventh, nineteen fifty four. Give us a give us the one sentence. What's Dien the Bien one Phu? sentence of Dien Bien Phu? Is Dien Bien Phu is kind of the uh, it's where the French fell uh, in the northwest in uh, Tonkin um, uh, of Vietnam to uh, General Giap's forces. Um, it's kind of in this valley area surrounded by mountains and it's um pretty incredible you can find the the actual foot the footage of um the Viet, the Viet Minh hauling these you know artillery up up these mountains uh, by hand um, get the position right and um it is uh, that that for all intents and purposes is the right French commander commits suicide it, it is a it is really a, an Alamo um Kind of last stand and uh, like the well, Alamo, Davy Crockett Alamo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the French don't come back to Dan Van Fu and win. So yeah, yeah, that's true. An, an alternate universe, uh, <laughs> Alamo. Um, well, I guess the Americans come back. They're just right. That's why I said yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, newspaper clips detailing the progression of U.S. involvement in Vietnam after that, and we're kind of in the thick of the. You know the middle of the of the ugliness that is the uh, Second Indochina War, the American War in uh, in in Vietnam, and uh, that wraps up our our movie. Any any what did what did you think of it as a as a piece of cinema, Matt? As a piece of cinema, there are uh, um, it <laughs> should should I give it a you know. A, Scale of one to ten, Vietnamese dong. Um, yeah, let's give it a dong. Uh, let's give it a dong rating. D- dong rating. Uh, dong is the Vietnamese currency. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll give it seven dong. Um, <laughs> um yeah, yeah. I think for for, uh, I think I think I'll give it. I think I'll give it. Uh, I'm kind of holding my cards close to the vest here because I'm going to give it six dong. And the reason I think is I, I it's 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 a good film. I think um, uh, I think we're gonna um, it, it 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 doesn't have a lot of the cliches of of kind of the the, the kind of eighties um, movies that we'll discuss in later episodes. But it has other cliches, maybe. Sure, um, it it has it 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 plays on those tropes, and uh, you know I, I think I think I'll give it seven. I'll get to give it another dong. 
Yeah. And, one and, extra, extra dong. And, and one, one more dong. Because, you raised it a dong. Yeah, I'll raise you a dong. Because, um, you know, it, it, uh, it, it follows the book, at least. Um, Michael you know, Caine's really good. Um, he's nominated uh, for best actor uh, in this. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a great performance, and um, uh, Brendan Fraser does does well too. It it uh, unlike the 1958 version, um, it's 58 or 58, 58. version. Mm-hmm. It uh, it does not have a an Italian woman playing um, Fong. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Who. Um, you need to find a clip of her speaking Vietnamese. Let me just say, uh, in that movie, because it is—it's—it's—it's it's, it's like you can it's tell like, it's an Italian woman. Who it's like speak it's like Vietnamese. week week one of beginning language class uh, of for Vietnamese language class. Yeah, you have classic kind oh, of. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a very it does not. I don't think even for the you know Texas ears it would pass the, the smell test. Right. Um, but it, but uh, and the, the original film uh, blames the bombing on the communists, ah. um, as as opposed to the novel and the second film. Um, yeah, the the you know, and it's in, you know, you wonder the you know, this is the film comes out film fifty eight. The U.S. is thick into um, sort of uh, you know, a, a subversionist foreign policy now, and. Highly into training uh, at this point. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. There, there, there. Are, you know, hundreds of advisors. The um, they have their own third force leader in the Godin Ziem. The the um, the New Yorker, uh, uh, the novel. It it it, um, it it pans it. You know, it, it's 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 clearly sort of a, the the New Yorker's taking nationalist position. I think I've got a quote here um, from Philip Stratford. American readers were incensed, perhaps not so much because of the biased portrait of obtuse and destructive American innocence and idealism in Alden Pyle, but because in this case it was drawn with such acid pleasure by a middle-class European snob like Thomas Fowler, whom they were all <laughs> too ready to identify with Green himself. So it's this smug, like British, yeah. like... And the British love the novel. Uh, the British press <laughs> praised yeah. the novel. Um, the American press overall, I think, I think you would say mixed. Uh, it was not universally panned or anything like that. There were several good reviews too, but um, that New Yorker one uh, sticks out. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, so so the film, um, the fifty eight film, uh, it it uh, it 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 moves blame away, and you know it says like, hey, the you know basically the the premise of it is like. Yeah, 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 but the Americans were, you know, they're not as bad as the communists, and they're up to, you know, it's sort of the love story is the, uh, rather than... Of the original? Yeah. Well, and Ed, Edward Lansdale is uh, an advisor for the original film, okay? And Edward Lansdale is a key... Yeah, who's Lansdale, man? Who, he's he's a big player in, in various countries in Southeast Asia during this era. Um, he, he is the face of the CIA in Southeast Asia. Right, and so he... he uh, does things in Vietnam, uh, in Cambodia. He is instrumental in organizing Indonesia. an attempted coup in 1959. Indonesia. He's um, everywhere. Right. Yeah. Right. He's 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 directing a lot of the foot traffic. Um, he's he's instrumental in um, communicating with um, right wing military leaders all across the region. Like, hey, if you if you decide to go up and and overthrow your which 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 would become a v, the go to kind of 
playbook for American foreign policy. Mm-hmm. Look, right-wing military dictators or would-be dictators, uh, if you take away your central, your uh, centralist, uh, leftist-leaning, neutralist, um, uh, non-aligned leader, uh, the U.S. will not stand in your way and will, in fact, um, in fact, probably support that regime. Um, uh, if you support American interests mm-hmm. in in the area, so Lansdale is is part and parcel of that. Yeah, that. A, a huge figure, and because of probably because he's one of the few of these types of uh, people that maybe the more broad public is aware of. Um, many people said, "Hey, Pyle is probably Lansdale, right?" Right. Um, when in reality, it's m- most likely not. Green was almost done with the novel by the time uh, he even met Lansdale. And it's most likely um, a gentleman by the name of Leo Huckstetter, um, who was oh. serving as public affairs director for um, the economic aid mission. And um, he is the one that is on this drive back um, from Tainan region uh, in the car. Uh, he's the right. one on and on about right he's the one that would talk about the third force to him um uh just this long lecture he would give him we need must create this third force not beholden to the french not beholden to ho chi minh um and hochstetter even had the ideal candidate in mind for who that leader of that third force might be drum roll general tay mm. <laughs> um so, yeah, Get Embers of War, another plug since I just plagiarized from it, some of that from it, but uh, Fred Logoval. Um, but uh, that is, that's that's the figure. Now, th- I think it also, I know we're, I want to just say a little bit about Vietnam in the minds of your average everyday American at this, at the time that this book comes out. Okay. Um, Do they even know where it is? No, probably not. Right. I mean, I think the the French, um, you know, the French being under fire, um, losing ground of the Viet Minh, that sort of stuff is going to be in the news. Um, but in terms of like pop culture, in terms of books, in terms of cinema, right? The um, your everyday American is not going to be very well versed in all things Vietnam. Okay, you could look to maybe 1932, Red Dust as maybe the first representation of what Viet- what does Vietnam look like to just your average Joe American. Maybe he would have seen it in Red Dust. It stars Clark Gable, and he's this plantation owner in Cochin, China, tapping rubber trees. And uh, <laughs> yeah, expect a, listeners expect a Red Dust review. Coming. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, perhaps, perhaps. But it is, yeah, it's that sort of thing. China Gate, another one, um, which is about the fall of Dian Bien Phu and kind of the aftermath of that, um, but it is not. It is not like it would become once it once we get into the '60s and the '70s, when there's a lot of stuff that well, we will talk about. It becomes really clear when when Kennedy goes on national television, and if Vietnam falls, then Laos falls, and if Laos falls, then Cambodia falls. Like yeah, you get. Uh, um, that's one of my favorite. Uh, that's a great <laughs> YouTube clip. Like like everyone mispronouncing uh, names of countries in Southeast Asia that we're supposed to go invade. <laughs> they don't even. Not a single person in the State Department can speak Vietnamese. Uh, the uh, how do you know the Laotians weren't mispronouncing? <laughs> you, Maybe it is Laos. 
you you got me there, Matt. Uh, uh, I don't think I don't think I can top that. Uh, so I'll say goodbye, everyone. Have a have a good night. Uh, I'm Eric Jones. I'm Matthew Yagel. And join us again. Thanks. I bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Good morning, Vietnam. You let me worry about that green beret. Napalm in the morning. Your first, last, and only podcast for the Vietnam War through film.